Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of DMs with D, the podcast which is usually by two women who are trying to make sense of the world one episode at a time and is usually called DMs with D and M. At the moment though, this podcast is by one woman because the world isn't making much sense at all. I'm your host, Daniela Schiavo, and in today's episode, I wanted to have a bit of a chat about our newfound lifestyles and perhaps gather some ideas of ways in which we can make a difference. As some of you might have noticed, I did skip a week in uploading an episode, and firstly, I am very sorry about that. That wasn't my intention. I wanted to sort of explain what had happened. So last week, I sat down, got my notes ready, and started to record. However, as I was talking, I started thinking about the different ways that I thought I could help. And I don't know, it was, I still can't word it to this day. You should see my notes. It looks like a mad person has written them because I've just scribbled all over these pages and my thoughts are jumping from one thing to the next and I can't really formulate a straight singular sentence in my head, but... I really, really, really feel like I'm in a place where I want to help. And we listen to the news every day and it's not good for us. And we're all, we know what's going on. We're over-informed, we're overstressed, and we're, you know, most of us are overworked. Even if your job has gone into hibernation, there is still a lot of nervous energy that you are expending in your everyday life and that you're surrounded by and you can't help it. And I just feel like, yeah, I, I want to be able to do something. And I'm sure a lot of you probably feel that way. So yeah, at first, my thought process was, oh my God, maybe I could like shave my head and do some kind of fundraising thing. But then I thought, hold on, who the hell am I to to do that? Like, I, I, I would probably get like $200. And even though $200 is, is still $200 going towards something good, I just thought it wasn't that big of a deal and I was like okay what else can we do who else can we collaborate with who are the people that we actually need to be helping and for me the first the first group that came to mind was our healthcare workers and then I also started to think of other sort of practitioners and people that really need some support now right now and I was thinking about how elective surgeries have been cancelled and it's because doctors can't perform them because they won't have enough resources to perform them and then I thought about the people who are struggling with their mental health and then I thought about people who perhaps and this is a bit of a touchy subject but I did start thinking about abortion clinics and people who help families or help young women or women in general in that way and how they won't be able to do that and for god knows how long they won't have the resources to be able to perform those sorts of things and I don't know, I just kind of started thinking that there has to be a way that we can do something and band together and just get different people to come together and offer different things. Because I'm sure that between me and you and whoever else we can get a hold of, we can actually do something. So as you can tell, I've still not formulated the right idea. I haven't got anything together about it because I just don't know where to start. It's a really, really overwhelming task, but it's something that I really, really want to do. So to start this episode off, I wanted to reach out to you guys and let you know that if you know anyone who needs help, if you know of any group or community that needs something that, whether it be resources or I don't know, even just reading 
stories to children or I don't know I genuinely don't know what it is but if you've got an idea or if you've got someone who comes to mind when I say this sort of thing or if there's something that you can give please let me know because I'd love to work with you and I'd love to collaborate to do something and try and make a change and do something positive I don't care if it only affects one person five people whatever I think anything is better than nothing so anyway um, I wanted to put that out there and I wanted to make sure that you guys got that message but that's not what this episode's about. So we're going to move on a little bit, but before we jump into the true crux of this episode, I'm going to tell you the pit and peak of my week so far. So the pit of my week has been that even though I feel like I've got a lot more time because I'm not going out after work or, you know, doing anything, any extracurricular activities that I usually would have done, I'm still not making a dent in the list of things that I want to do. For example, I've been really trying to prioritize reading and I'm just not doing it. Like I've not touched a book. Like I've bought books. Like don't get me wrong, I have gone in the past 2 weeks I've bought 3 books, but I haven't touched them. So, uh, I don't know. And I think I've just got this overwhelming feeling like I don't have enough time to do the things that I want to do and I just feel like I'm being robbed of everything right now. And I think that's why I want to try and bring people together and do something and to you know, try and liberate people in a way because I feel so oppressed in a sense. And I don't mean that to sound dramatic. I don't mean that like I'm happy to stay home. I feel fortunate that I can stay home. That's nothing. To be honest, I don't even want to go to work. Like I want to stay home. But what I'm saying is that I still feel like you know, we're all making sacrifices and we can feel it. You go into your local shopping center and you can feel the difference. And even though it might not be directly affecting me, I just still feel like there's something not right. Like everything seems off balance and it's just a vibe that I'm picking up and I don't want to dwell on it. And I don't want to, you know, say, oh my gosh, COVID-19 is running my life. It's not. But that's how I feel. I just feel like I'm being deprived of something and I can't pinpoint what it is. The peak of this week, and there's been a few, which I am very happy to say that there are quite a few peaks of my week. This week, I have been chatting with my boyfriend while we watch The Vampire Diaries together. So essentially, we'll both jump onto this app called Discord, and I'll have that running on my laptop while I've got Vampire Diaries on my TV, and we'll just like watch it together but apart and be able to talk at the same time and just enjoy it. And it's a lot of fun. I feel like we're on an airplane because we're both, you know, when you travel with someone and you have to, like, you want to watch the same movie together, but you've got your each individual screen. So you have to be like, all right, three, two, one, play. That's what we're doing. And it's kind of fun. It's different. And it's something that we usually would never have done before, but we're trying to make, trying to make this thing work. I've not seen him for well over a month now. So this has been really, really nice. Also, okay. Last night, I had my first FaceTime party and it was so much fun. It was just with my group of girlfriends and we got on at like 8 p.m. and literally didn't stop until like 2 in the morning. And it was so much fun. Like we all had our own drinks and I was making cocktails and just sitting in my room, like with my laptop on, just chatting to everyone, we're playing drinking games. And it was it was a lot, a lot of fun. And I don't know. I just think if you haven't done it yet and you're missing your friends or your family, try and do something like that because even that, it's something different. Like we would not have done this in the past and I don't know, there was just something exciting about it. 
Finally, the peak of my week would have to have been my Easter weekend last weekend. I, for the first time in ages, just spent a lot of quality time with my parents um, because it's just the three of us in our house. And even though my sisters only live about five minutes away, we didn't see each other. Social distancing reasons, obviously. But the whole weekend, we just had such good food and you know, everyone kind of did their little bit. You know, I made a dessert, mum cooked, dad cooked. It was just really, really nice. We watched some movies together and it's just something we haven't had the opportunity to do in quite a while and just do it the three of us. But I think considering the circumstances and considering the fact that we couldn't have our family over and we couldn't do the things that we'd usually do, I think we really made the most of it. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm really happy to say that that was uh, a peak of my week. Like I said last episode, and like I'll continue to say, I think if you guys get the chance to try and reflect on what the pit and peak of your week has been, I just think it's something that's really good for you. And um, I don't know, I find it therapeutic and I kind of hope you guys do as well. Now, don't think that because Emily isn't here that I won't subject myself to the hot seat. So for those of you who are new here, The hot seat is where usually Emily would fire five questions at me and then I would fire five questions at her and they're usually questions that kind of put us on the spot and we have to answer them as honestly as we can just so that you guys can get to know us and it's a bit of fun as well because I feel like it kind of gives Emily and I a little bit of something else to talk about apart from you know some of the topics we might have already planned and it just opens up cans of worms and I think as well from what we've heard it gets our friends to talk about those things as well like or you know if you've heard if you heard the question you kind of go oh I wonder what I would do in that situation and I don't know I, I love that sort of thing and I love comparing what per, like what someone's first thought that comes to their mind is in comparison to what mine is and vice versa so anyway These questions have been submitted to my Instagram and I didn't get a chance to answer them last episode. So I think last episode I only did about three questions, but I had a couple more. So um, yeah, film into this episode. So question number one. So these are all questions that have been directed at me, but feel free to answer them. This is a two-way street, people. Um, Even though Emily's not here, I'm still... I mean, I'm going to refuse to think that I'm talking to myself. I am talking to you, Okay. So question number one, have you made any big sacrifices due to COVID? I wouldn't say I've made huge sacrifices because I'm still working, which is very fortunate for now. I think the biggest sacrifice is not seeing my family or my boyfriend or my friends. Um, I've been really, really strict with myself and I have really tried to just in the best way possible, stay away from people. Um, I live with my dad who and my mum, but my dad in particular is over 70 years old. And on top of that, my boyfriend's parents, they are both immunocompromised and it's just something I'm not willing to make exceptions for. Um, I think the guilt, if one of someone in our family got sick because of us, um, you know, because of us not being able to, you know, not see each other for a little bit. Um, I, I don't think I could, I could take that guilt. Uh, I think it's really selfish. So I think, yeah, my biggest sacrifice would just be not seeing people. Um, I think it's really, really difficult because my sisters live literally like five minutes up the road with, you know, my nieces and my nephew and, um, and I'm just, I haven't been able to see them and I, I, it, it is affecting me. I think, 
when you're so used to just being able to bump into someone and then you don't see them for a while, um, you don't realize how often you've actually seen them or how frequently they are a part of your life until something like this happens and they're just not there. And it's very strange. And I, I'm sure a lot of you understand exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, like tomorrow, for example, I'm at work, my sister's made an appointment to come and see me, but I can't even like, she's going to have to sit a meter and a half away from my desk. And, you know, I'm not going to be able to hug her hello, like I usually would. And it's, it's just going to be very, very odd. Um, But yeah, like I said, I think that has been the biggest sacrifice I'd have to make. That has been the biggest sacrifice that I've had to make so far. Okay, so question number two. What's something you could teach me about? Hmm. That's actually a tough one. I feel like I know quite a bit about 20th century history and a little bit about Greek and Roman mythology. I'd say, yeah, history is probably something I could definitely teach people about. Also, volcanoes. I know quite a bit about volcanoes. I'm full of useless facts, and a lot of people like to tell me that, but yeah, (laughs) that's definitely something I could teach someone else about. Okay, question number three. What is the best concert you've been to? Okay, this is... I was going to say it's tough, but I know exactly who the best performer I've ever seen is. So last year, no, the oh my God, it was the year before. I went to R&B Fridays Live, which is like a, usually R&B Fridays is like a radio show that obviously plays R&B songs on Fridays. And they have a live show every year at Etihad Stadium. It's a big, big event. And they have all these amazing artists come down and perform just this one huge concert. And I actually was so lucky to see two of my absolute favorite performers at this event. So the year I went, there was Usher, Trey Songs, TLC. I'm pretty sure Jason Derulo was there. Was it Jason Derulo? Oh God, I don't remember. I feel like, oh no, it was Jason Derulo. But there were just so many amazing, amazing people and it was... It was so cool. Definitely seeing Usher perform was out of this world. He was the best performer I have seen live. And I have seen quite a few people live. I've seen Drake. I've seen Beyonce, uh, Childish Gambino. I've seen so many other amazing, amazing performers. I'm not going to list them all for you now because it'll sound like I'm bragging. Like I've even seen Joe Jonas live and still Usher took hook the limelight. Yeah, look, R&B Fridays was um, the best concert I've been to and Usha was the best performer I have seen so far. I have a feeling that when I see Ariana Grande, she might give him a run for his money, but for now, Usha definitely takes the cake. Okay, question number four. Do you believe in luck? Very interesting question. I like this one a lot, actually. Yes, but I think that your luck is propelled by you. So, you know, the saying you, you make your own luck. I, I do believe in that as well. But I think that honestly, sometimes things just fall into place and uh, you can't explain it. You, you cannot explain it. Like, for example, at work, there are times when 
because uh, I'm still new, I'm still learning. And um, there are times when I walk away at the end of the day, like I made a fucking huge mistake. I've done this wrong. Oh my God, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna tell the customer? Oh my, I'm there having a breakdown. But then the next day, it comes together and I didn't make a mistake. And <laughs> but I saw miracle, nothing's wrong and everything goes to plan. And I'm going to touch wood because that could very much change. And I, I don't want to jinx myself. I always bloody do this. I always say something and I'm like, oh my God, this was so lucky. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. But then I jinx it. So, okay. Uh, but yes, I do believe in luck, but I also do think that your hard work that goes into an outcome plays a big part in it. I think if, you know, you set yourself up and you play all the right moves and take all the right steps, then the lucky part is how sort of is your is is that feeling of gratitude that comes afterwards. It feels like you're lucky, but ultimately it does come from you. But I, you know, I think... But then again, I, I do think there are people who are just lucky, like they don't do anything, but then they get whatever they want in life and good luck to them, literally. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, I don't think I gave a very straight answer there, but that's how I feel about it. And fifth and final question, what is the first thing that you notice when you meet someone? I was going to be superficial and say like, I don't know, their eyes or outfit or something, but Genuinely, I think the first thing that I notice and really take into account when I meet someone um, is how they communicate. So, for example, if I try to speak to someone and they don't really give me the time of day, I'm not going to just like keep trying. I like I take that into account straight away. Like I don't get offended or anything, but like I notice the way they treat people that they don't know. And, you know, there have been, you know, there are people who you meet who treat you like they've known you forever and you can just have an easy conversation with them just because that's how they are. But I think, yeah, that's definitely how I, the first thing I notice when I meet someone is how they are and how they treat the people that they first meet. Um, does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. To me, it does. I don't have Emily here to tell me it makes sense or not. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. I'm going to move on. All right. So this week, I really kind of just want to emphasize, and I think we did talk about it last week or two weeks ago as well, but I just want to emphasize the importance of doing things for yourself. Um, like I was saying earlier, I made a goal to finish reading my book and to read some other books over the weekend and over last Easter weekend, and I literally didn't touch a book at all, at all. And I think that feeling of disappointment now that I'm sitting here two Sundays later after I made that goal and I haven't touched a book, it's playing on my mind. It really is affecting me because I didn't do something that I actually wanted to do. And I was having this conversation with my boyfriend the other day because we were saying how we're finding it a bit difficult to stay motivated and to do things. And even though you want to do it, you're just not doing it for yourself. And there's no good reason for not doing it for yourself, but you're just not doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I think even doing the smallest little things to make yourself feel better or just to, to make yourself feel like there's a sense of normality. Like, I don't see a reason why I shouldn't be doing it. Like for me, I am, am really making an effort with like my skincare routine. Like since all of this has happened, I just feel like I owe it to myself to do it every morning, every night 
and not slack off on it, like do every single step. And for me, after I do it, I just feel so much better. And I feel like if I applied that to a lot of other aspects of my life, I don't know, I I feel like I could really achieve something. (laughs) And I'm not just talking about skincare, I'm talking about things that you just want to do. If you ever one day said, what am I trying to write a book? Why not bloody try and do it right now? Honestly, like what, what is it that's stopping you? And I think the question I want to pose to you is are the reasons that you're not doing it genuine reasons that you can't do it or are they excuses? Because if they're genuine reasons, like if you want to write a book and you don't have a working computer to type it out on or you don't have a pen that works or you don't have a comfortable workstation set up or you don't have the resources to be able to do that, then those are genuine reasons why you can't do it. But if your reason is, oh, because I watched Netflix last night and I kind of plan on doing it again tonight and, you know, um, I sat down but then I got distracted because I picked up my phone and looked at Instagram, then that's an excuse. And I kind of feel like, Sometimes someone has to tell you and has to be a little bit harsh with you and say, hold on, you're making excuses. You're going to come and complain that this didn't happen because you didn't do it when really it's it's your own fault, you know? And I feel like this is just, yeah, one of those times in our lives when you might just need someone to tell you, like, get off your ass and do it. Or if your goal is genuinely to finish Netflix show, then sit down and do it. Like we're in such a strange, strange, strange time. And I think that if there is something you genuinely want to do, and if that something is sit on your ass all day, and I mean that in the best sense of the word, I love sitting on my ass all day. I wish I could. Then do it. Oh my God, do it. Because I can tell you that once you've done something that you want to do for yourself, you are just going to feel so much better and so much lighter and like you've actually achieved something. And right now, for a lot of you whose jobs have gone into hibernation or you've been let go or you're just having a really tough time right now, doing something like that is going to make you feel better. And it's not going to fix everything. It's not going to make you have a big light bulb moment where you go, you know what, this is fine. We can live like this. This is absolutely fine. It's not. It's absolutely not. And it's tough and it's shit. And I don't know what else I can say to make you feel better. But I can tell you that if you do little things for yourself that you want to do, you genuinely want to do them, then you're going to actually feel good. You're going to feel like you've achieved something in a time where it's difficult to do the simplest things. So yeah, wow, that was a rant. (laughs) That was a rant. I hope, again, I hope it made sense. I don't have Emily here like filtering the things that I say or, you know, having this two-way conversation. But I want you guys to think about yourselves and really prioritize yourselves and your families and the things that are going to benefit you most during this time. And if binge watching Tiger King or whatever other show is on is what's going to benefit you, then do it. Because right now, a lot of you probably live, I don't know, at home or you live with someone else or, oh my God, worse, if you are living by yourself and you're completely by yourself, you're going to need these things and you're going to need them to stay sane and you're going to need them to put up with people if you are living with with them because as much as you love people sometimes living with them and actually being around them 24 7 is going to drive you mad um like for example um my office is closing temporarily on friday so the end of this coming week and 
we don't know if we're going to be transferred to another office or if we're being stood down. So if our jobs are going into hibernation. So to me, that means like in my head, I'm like, yes, I can stay home. I can stay safe. I can, you know, spend time doing things that I actually want to do that I can't do while I'm at work. But then that also means I'm going to be at home with my parents the whole time until I'm not. Because as much as I love my parents and I have a fantastic relationship with them, I truly do. I think spending 24 seven with the same people will drive me mad. Like I enjoy my alone time. And I I know I can speak on behalf of Emily when I say this as well. We need alone time. We need to be alone and not interrupted and not expected to do things other people want us to do. Like we just need to be alone sometimes. And I don't know if I'm going to get that over the next few weeks. So I can completely understand if you guys are in the same boat, especially those of you who have probably been affected by this a lot sooner. You're, what, a month, maybe two months into this. I know people over in Italy and in Europe are well over two months into this. People from China, they just got out the other day. Like, they've been in lockdown since the end of January. Like, these people, like, we are all feeling so suppressed right now. Like, I think it's a global feeling. And actually, it's this funny phenomenon. I actually read about it the other day. When a global community are feeling the same way, our brainwaves actually start to connect. And hear me out, it sounds ridiculous, but there was a study, um, there's like a um, this device that these scientists made that collects the energies in the world, essentially. And when 9-11 happened, the energies came together and were unanimous. So what I mean by that is... When something isn't affecting everyone, everyone's going to be stressed about different things. Everyone's going to be happy about different things. There's not going to be a one-way system of how people are feeling. So these monitors, these energy monitors that these scientists were using, were recording different things. The scales are up and down and all around and there was nothing um, synonymous about them. But then 9-11 happened and these... Oh my God. Okay. I know exactly what these, I I remembered what these machines were. These machines were, um, random generators. So I, I don't know how it works, but imagine something that picks random things, starts not picking random things and starts picking the same things because they're picking up the energies of the people in the world around them. Yeah. And that's what's happening now. We are bodies of I don't even know what, but where we expend energy and we intake energy and we pick up off other people. And if someone around us is feeling down, we automatically feel down because they do and vice versa. Like if we're happy and people around us are happy, we are happier. And I mean, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not, you know, but in general, that's how it tends to work. And with these random generators, when everyone was feeling the same way, everyone was feeling sad and upset whatever else, these things came together and felt the same way. And it unified us. And at the moment, that's exactly what's happening right now. Everyone across the road is... The road. (laughs) Everyone across the world is feeling the same way. And yeah, I wanted to tell you guys that because I thought that was such an interesting fact. And I think 
yeah, it's just so, so, so important that we start to do things, these things for ourselves because in turn, it will help the people around us. And if we're feeling better about ourselves, we can then go and help people make a change. So in saying that, I, the other day was, so this was last week, um, my friends and I wanted to FaceTime and I was like busy helping my mum cook lasagna. And then when I realized the time, I was like, oh shit, we're meant to be FaceTiming now. And then I was like, oh fuck, I can't really be bothered. So girls, no offense. Like I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. No offense. But literally I I'd finished making this lasagna. I'd been like cooking all day. And yeah, I was like an hour late to our FaceTime chat. And I was like, oh shit, like it's getting a bit late. Like, oh, all right. Like I'll jump on anyway. And when I jumped on, oh my God, I ended up having such a fun time. And it just kind of made me think that like all the times in the past or even, you know, recently that I've said no to doing something that would actually be fun. Like it just made me feel instant regret for all of those times I've said no, because now we're in a position where we physically can't do shit. <laughs> like when I could, I didn't do them. Or like when I was out, I wanted to go home early or, you know, and like I never want to beat myself up about that sort of thing. Like if I was tired and I was out and I wanted to come home, like there's nothing wrong with that. You're entitled to feel that way. But there are just so many times where I said no to doing things and like, now I genuinely feel like, oh my God, like that was a missed opportunity. And I feel like we just need to stop and take into consideration the fact that every little thing and every little card that life deals us is an opportunity. Whether it's an opportunity to do something good, to be great at something, to learn something new, to connect with someone, even something bad. Like if it's something happens and you know you go somewhere something bad happens that is something that's going to be so crucial to your life in the long run it's going to teach you something it's going to help you to learn and understand the good and the bad in life and I think that saying yes when it's easier to say no is something that's really 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 going to help you grow as a person and help you overcome the things, the overwhelming things that are in your life. Like sometimes you just don't want to go somewhere because you're tired or you're anxious or you don't really want to talk to these people or you don't want to, you know, whatever it is. Like there's been so many times where people have invited me to things when I don't really know the people that are going or, you know, I might be the new person to the group or, you know, things like that. And I've been like, oh, I don't really, really want to go. Like, it's going to be awkward. It's going to be this, this and that. And then I've gone and had a good time. And it's like, why do I stop myself all the time? Like, I feel like if we have to learn anything from this bloody pandemic, it's that there is opportunity in everything and we should be taking it. With that being said, I have an unpopular opinion for today's episode and for this week. Now, As we all know, unpopular opinions might piss off you or someone you know, or I don't know, you might secretly agree with me, but wouldn't say it out loud yourself. I don't know. Like, have you seen those memes lately where it's like, how could you say something so bold yet so true or some shit like that? I don't know. I'll post it on our Instagram so you can actually see what I'm talking about before I butcher it. Like I always fucking do. Anyway, my unpopular opinion for this week is that if you know someone who is bending these rules about social distancing and going out, you should be saying something to them. Like, I don't care who they are to you. You should be telling them not to do it. People 
are risking other people's lives. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, my boyfriend and I haven't seen each other for well over a month because his parents are immunocompromised and my dad is as well. So for me, the thought of seeing my boyfriend is something that's going to make me really, really, really happy. But I'm not doing it because I know that there are other people who this could really affect. Because what if I'm sick and I'm, um, what's the word, asymptomatic, and I don't show any symptoms of the virus, but I'm actually carrying it. And I go to him and I see him and I pass something on to him. And then he goes over back home to his mum, and his mum catches it. And she really cannot afford to catch it. Like, I, I just don't understand why people aren't taking this thing seriously. Like, I know people who have been directly affected by this virus, who have lost people because of this virus. And we're still out here fucking going to meet up with our friends or, you know, secretly, you know, organizing to bump into your friends at the shops or going to parks or going for walks together. It's not on. Like, stop doing it. Because people, like, people are dying. It's it's not even... It's not that this thing isn't real or it's not going to touch you just because you're young and you're, you know, having fun. Like, this is not about you anymore. This is about the people and the families who you could be potentially affecting. Because imagine you go to the shopping center and you pick up some groceries, you do your thing. Everyone's going to the shops. That's fine. You need to do your grocery shopping. I'm not telling you to do to stop doing that. Go to Coles. Who gives a shit? Do your thing. But imagine you come across someone who doesn't know that they're sick and they pass it on to you and then you become sick and then you go into someone's house and because you're being selfish and you're not making you're not giving yourself that discipline to stop seeing people and then people in that house get sick do you think that's fair because I don't I don't think it's fair and I don't think it's worth it And I'm really sorry to say it, but to be honest, like this isn't a personal attack on you from the universe and it's not a personal attack on you from me either. I'm not trying to attack anyone, but this situation is bigger than all of us. And if you are fortunate enough to be able to stay home from work or to actually make these changes to your lifestyle to protect your family or the people in the community around you, then stop being selfish and make a sacrifice because I'm sorry, but your dick appointment will be there when this is all over and I can guarantee you that. That's my unpopular opinion. Like I said, I don't know anyone who's doing this, but I've heard a lot of stories and I'm, I'm personally over it because I'm out here trying to do the right thing. And so are my family. We're all making sacrifices and it's just not on when like you, you can't see the value in it and you can't see like for me, seeing people go out and do these things that they shouldn't be doing makes me kind of sit back and go, why the fuck am I doing it? Why am I, you know, hurting because I can't see my family or my boyfriend or my friends when everyone else is? Like, it just doesn't seem fair. And then I can almost guarantee, like, the way life works is that some innocent person who is doing the right thing is going to get sick because of someone who's being selfish. And I, I just don't think that's that's right. I really think that if you have the power and the ability to not go out and to stop doing these things, then you should do it. I don't see a reason why you should be out there socializing when you don't need to be. Again, I'm so sorry to sound harsh. I really, really, really am. But people are dying. Like, 
this isn't just a cold. It's not just something that can be like brushed past. Like you don't realize the effects that your actions can have until they affect someone else or they affect you directly. Like you're not going to realize it until the worst happens. And I just don't want the worst to happen to anyone. I'm sick of hearing stories about people just not following the rules because at the end of the day, we're all going to suffer for your negligence. And I don't think that's fair. Anyway, on a brighter note, (laughs) again, I'm so sorry. I don't want to offend anyone. I just think that we need to be taking this really seriously because the sooner we can get this under control, the sooner we can go back to doing those things. Because don't you fucking worry. Like, I want to be out there and I want to be having a good time. But the sooner we can stop, like, doing these things and the sooner we can stop making people sick and the sooner people can recover the sooner we can actually go out and have a great time. So yeah, that's my rant. That's my unpopular opinion. Thank you for listening. Now, finally, I want to sort of start wrapping up this episode on, like I said, a few happier notes. (laughs) So firstly, I know a lot of people are having a really hard time with these adjustments and sort of reaping benefits from the efforts that they've put in the months that have led up to this. Like a lot of people have, you know, started new jobs or, you know, really laid great foundations for something that should have come into fruition over these next few months. And they're just not going to see those benefits. But I think one thing that's really important and one thing that we should really try and focus on doing is celebrating small wins. And I have started to sort of do that when I tick off the tiniest things off my list. Like if my goal for the day was to, I don't know, make my bed and I do it. I'm like, look at you go. You did that. Or especially for me, one thing that I'm like, I've really, really tried to celebrate when I do it is exercise because I'm just not motivated right now. Like my gym's closed and I don't like doing any other sort of exercise. Like I'm being stubborn, but when I actually do it, I'm like, you know what? You've earned a break. You can watch You can stay up a bit later tonight because you did that. Like, you weren't it. You know, just stupid little things like that. But I think if we can do more to celebrate the small wins, then that's, I think, something that's really going to help. And I think, why do we stop, you know, helping and celebrating with our friends? Like, um, I don't know if anyone saw, but Kourtney Kardashian turned 41 this weekend and everyone got in their cars, drove down to her street and, like put on a massive party in her street. So if we can do something to brighten someone else's day and celebrate their small wins as well, I think that could just be so, so, so lovely. Like sort of like that whole, um, pass it on act. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like when you do good for someone and you like, it's sort of like when you do something nice for someone else, then they have to pass it on and they do something nice for someone else. And it's like, just like a chain of selflessness, Um, Or even like, you know, when you pay for the coffee for someone behind you and, you know, that person pays for the person behind them. And then, you know, everyone's sort of just, you know, buying each other coffee. And it's just a nice community thing to do. You know, you're celebrating this little thing like this. You're you're making an action and you're reaping a benefit from it. You know, Um, I just think, yeah, in, in times like this, it's always good to focus on the positives because at the end of the day there are going to be some which is why we do things like the pin and peak and it's why we want you to try and reflect and appreciate everything the good and the bad 
Now, I had a few more points that I wanted to cover with this episode. I think I might leave it here for today and chat about them next week because I still think these are things that are really, really, really important, but I think they might actually be a little more relevant next week as well, um, especially for Australians who are waiting on JobKeeper payments or you know, job seeker payments, whatever it is. Um, Next week, I really want to have a chat about struggling with spending and saving in times like this, as well as job security or lack thereof, um, and dealing with job loss or financial burden, which a lot of people I think have been blindsided by in, you know, recent times. And I think one thing I really, really want to chat about, because it's something I've had to do a lot, especially at work, is having challenging conversations. Because, Every single person right now is struggling and even the slightest bit of bad news is going to make for a difficult conversation. These are the things I really would like to chat about in depth, but I don't think I don't think I should today. I feel like I want to leave them for next week. And if you guys have any suggestions or any stories for me that you'd like to share, even anonymously, I don't mind, send them in because I would love to get people involved, especially if you're just sitting at home, you're not really doing much or, you know, I don't know, you're listening to this and you've got a spare second to just shoot me a DM, please do it. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to sort of hear about ways that you are coping with everything. Please, please get in touch. I want to collaborate with people. I want to make a difference and I'm sure anyone listening here would like to be a part of that. So please send me an email, send me a DM, however you want to get in touch, do it. I'd love to hear from you. So to end this episode, I am going to tell you things I'm loving this week. As per DNM's tradition, I'm not straying just because Emily's not here. We're sticking to it. So this week, I have been loving the TV show Community. I just started it. Um, I've always wanted to watch it, but I don't think it's always been on Netflix. I think it's been like newly added to Netflix and I just started to watch it, I think last week. And literally, I was hooked straight away. It's one of those really unforced comedy type of shows. And sometimes I find myself cackling, like, because I just wasn't expecting there to be a joke there. And there was. I would highly recommend it. The cast is fantastic. I am loving that this week. So I would recommend that. I've also really been loving making cocktails. (laughs) Like, I've really gotten into it this week. Um, And I've been making one almost every night, which is not good for the waistline, but it's good for my emotional health. So I'm going to keep doing it. Anyway. That's all from me for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, please reach out if you have any ideas or suggestions about things I mentioned earlier. You can get in contact with us via email at hello.dnms at gmail.com. You can also follow us and DM us on Instagram at DNMs Podcast. You can also join our Facebook group, which is just DNMs with DNM on Facebook. Don't be shy. Please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. And if there's anything as well you'd like us to chat about in these times, if there's any amazing stories you've heard, please send them my way because I would love to collaborate with you guys. I'd love to have multiple voices in this show, even if I'm the solo voice representing you all. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have an amazing week. Please stay safe. Make good choices. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.